0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Inside Art Scroll, where the books you read and the people who write them come to life. We're honored today to have with us Rabbi David Ashir, best-selling author of the Living Emunah series. Thank you, Rabbi Ashir, for joining us. It's a pleasure to be with you, pleasure to have you here at beautiful Art Scroll headquarters. So let's jump right into Living Emunah 5, your newest volume, very exciting release Tell us a little about how this volume is unique compared to your earlier releases.
1: Well, I would say that obviously every day of life presents new challenges, new situations, and every day we need to keep developing our emunah. With this volume, the world has experienced this pandemic, the coronavirus, and we included a special section, how to deal with that, All all the tests and tribulations that come up with this. And as, as life continues, there's always, uh, like I said, new things happening. And of course, when it comes to emuna, everyone can get a hundred on the lessons. The lessons are everything Hashem does is good, Hashem is in control. But to see it from a different angle, from a different perspective, with a new story, with a new twist... Ingrains it in us better. The idea is not just to know the lessons. The idea is to ingrain it inside of you till it becomes part of you, and you could live emunah, as the name of the book says. <laughs> so
0: your books, as many know, is are based on your lectures that you give. Daily lectures on, on emunah. Um, give us a little insight on how you go about compiling those lectures. Where do you get the stories from? Where do you get the divrei from? Um, and how do you go about formulating them and do you do that having a mind that eventually they should be suitable for print? Well, every single day we sit down, we
1: pray to Hashem that He gives us the material that we need and every day um, I'd like to, I try to incorporate a story I think the story hits people strongly so someone once asked me, they said, it can't be your stories are true because they fit the lesson so well. I said, it doesn't work that way. The first thing I do is I find the story. And after I find the story, I formulate a lesson that will bring out the story.
0: Which reminds me, it's like the Dubna Magid has the parable of the sniper or sharpshooter who kept hitting the bullseye. And someone asked him, how do you do that? He said, very simple, I create the target first or I rather I shoot the arrow first and then I create the target around it it's kind of what you do yes where you're taking the story and then adapting a lesson to it and that's exactly. why it fits so well which is really a smart way of doing it
1: so we look for a story it's not easy to find the story Baruch Hashem many of our listeners and readers send in their own personal stories so we have that to work with I have what's called the Otzar HaSifarim with with tens of thousands of sifarim, well, where you could punch in some, some, some words and you'll get dozens of sifarim that are talking about the topic. So that's how I do it. Every day I sit down. It could take anywhere between two to three hours to put a short lesson into on down on paper. And I do not think about the book at all when I'm writing the lessons. I think about what is uh, pertinent to the day, how it could help people give them the chizuk, People ask me, "Could you give chizuk for uh, infertility? Could you give chizuk for uh, for for someone struggling with parnasa? Or my sister needs a shiduch?" And then the lessons that come that people need chizuk for, I try to work on. And after it's all finished, then when to put it into book form is a whole new project to source it, to title it, to give it, you know, to edit it, and then. To choose the lessons that are going to be specifically for the book, There's, I do this every single day. But the book only will get, you know, a quarter, not even of the lessons that we're doing on the daily basis. We pick out the cream of the crop for the book to give the reader, you know, exactly just the the essence of what of what Emuna is all about.
0: Now, how do you get into this topic to start with? What, what I mean, you're infatuated with Emuna. We all should be, uh, but what? Got you going into the topic of Amuna going back any number of years?
1: Well, as a teenager,
0: I was a very big
1: worrier. I was always what nervous? What am I going to do for a living? How are you going to make money? How are you going to get married? How are you going to support a family? And I'll never forget uh, maybe I was 20 years old, I don't remember exactly the uh, year, but I received a uh, tape series of uh, c- CDs or tapes in the mail. It was tapes actually on a series on the Shah HaBitachon from Rabbi Ephraim Waxman. And I started listening to this series where he went through different points of the Shah HaBitachon from the Chavot HaLevavot and it was just oxygen for me. And I said, wow, how do you live without this? This Hashem is with you every second and everything that happens in your life is Hashem and it's not on you and there's no worry. And I just, I fell in love with it. And I listened to that series again and again and then I wrote down every word of it and I just kept going over it and I said you can't live life without this it's impossible so I decided to share it with people and I had a yeshiva at that time already after going over it for a for a year or two I had a half day yeshiva of people who learn in the morning they go to work in the afternoon and I said they need this so I gave a 15 minute a day musad from those lectures from that series and everyone had the same reaction wow Wow, this is unreal. And then I gave it at a night class in in the the shul that that I go to. And everyone, the same reaction, the same reaction. Wow, unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And my life has changed. My life has changed. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. And just the same reaction that I was getting, everyone else was getting. I said, we have to keep doing it. And just eventually it kept spreading and spreading and people want to hear it. And we started the daily, put it on an email and people signed up. And eventually, the, it came to the art scroll with the art scroll, so let's put it down on paper once and for all to have the entire Klal Yisrael benefit from it.
0: Now, in terms of your daily schedule, I know you're a Dafya, i I'm you're a teacher, and you're spending multiple hours preparing this, how do you do it? How do you fit it into a day?
1: So I look at it like like another seder. We have an afternoon seder. We learn. I have a chavrutah in the afternoon. I have a yeshiva in the morning. I have daven. This is another seder. You have to block block out a certain amount of time, no matter what. Two and a half to three and a half hours a day is designated for this. And if I happen to finish early, I'll be able to answer some emails. There's people coming in with questions. People have issues that are brought up. If I have extra time, but I have set in my schedule every day an emunah slot for this very purpose.
0: Now, take us a little back to your youth growing up. Where did you grow up? Where did you attend yeshiva, and who were the guiding influences on you in your younger years?
1: In my younger years, I actually grew up in Deal, New Jersey, in the Syrian community. We went to yeshiva there. And I was just a regular Syrian boy, as they say. (laughs) And um, we went to high school there. After high school I went to Israel, to Mikdash Melech in Yerushalayim. That's Rabbi ben Aliel. Rabbi Ben-Alil. And I learned there, came back, learned in Mikdash in, in Brooklyn. And eventually I went to a Kolel in Deal, Rabbi Diamond's Kolel. And it was just nothing, nothing with Emona, regular life, learning, and uh, my youth really had nothing, nothing uh, unique about it regarding emuna. But I was influenced from many rabbis. There's such a special community where every rabbi is interested in your growth. And there was after school learning and night learning. And every rabbi, I could, I could sit here all day and name all the rabbis. There was a lot of rabbis who influenced me. who I'm so appreciative of for helping mold me and and become someone who is interested in Torah and Mitzvot. It's not easy growing up in today's day and age to be interested and they did a great job of, of, uh, of, 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 of keeping our interest and in to uh, take us to the next level.
0: Obviously they've laid a foundation for you that's wonderful and you've been able to use what you learned from them and your skills, your oratory skills, your understanding of learning to enrich people which is amazing. Now you've compiled so much information you ever feel like, yeah, as much as there is out there, I'm kind of running out of material?
1: Someone, someone asked me, they said, how do you come up with another story every day, another story? Don't you run out of material? I said, I myself think the same thing. How do you come up with another story? I don't do it. I ask Hashem, Hashem, we, the people need chizuk, the people need emunah. If Hashem decides to give us a story that day, give us the chizuk, then we say thank you, Hashem. You brought another. Emunah is endless. This every day develops new things and new problems and new issues and new reasons to thank Hashem, and the, the topic is endless. Rabbi Rabbi Yecheskel Levinstein, I think he said after the age of nine, he was in his 90s. He says, you know, I'm still growing in emunah. There's no end. There's no end to this topic, and and the material is endless. The Torah is is uh, is endless. He, Like the Chafetz Chaim says, Torah T'Hashem Temimah After all the Torah that we learned for all these thousands of years we still didn't even scratch the surface. So there's never an end to any material in any Torah, especially in Emuna.
0: Now there's obviously an art in selecting material and you've mastered that art because it has to be material that resonates with people. But why do you think Emuna is resonating with today's generation? And your books touch all ages youngsters older people middle-aged people you seem to have touched every demographic Ashkenazi Svardi Hasidic everyone in between why do you think Emuna resonates today perhaps more than ever
1: well our rabbis have told us that at the end of time one of the great uh one of the great midot we're going to need at the end of days to to get by all the struggles is Emuna. Emunah talks to everybody Because everybody needs Hashem Everyone knows in any situation they're in They need Hashem Whether it's in learning Whether it's in parnasa, No matter your Ashkenaz Your Sephardi doesn't matter who you are You need Hashem And to know about the Emunah is the study of how Hashem relates to us What is he ha, how, do we, how, do we, uh, how do we relate to Hashem How to understand Hashem Who doesn't need that Everybody needs that Everyone needs Hashem and that's why it doesn't matter who you are and everyone recognizes they need Hashem. And just to understand how Hashem relates to us and how we can ask Hashem for whatever we need and how Hashem helps us is a necessary component of everyone's life. And that's why Emunah is, is uh, resonating with everyone.
0: Now you mentioned before that you get emails from readers, stories. Anything particular come to mind, something especially meaningful from a reader who read your book, I really call it a Sefer, who read your wonderful writings and was so inspired and either implemented a change or experienced a transformation in their life?
1: I find that something that occurs over and over is that people say, I needed a certain chizuk, I needed a certain, and I just opened to the page and there it was. Or I just got the email and there it was. Because the nature of emunah is it could talk to a thousand different different problems. Emunah, wow, I didn't realize Hashem was with me. I didn't realize that Hashem was doing this. It's just a simple reminder that's really a cure-all. A simple reminder. Hashem's holding my hand. So I think in all the feedback that I got, it's always that same reaction of, wow, it's talking to me. It's talking to me. It's talking to me. And that's, that's what I hear again and again.
0: I do think the style of your books are wonderful in that you could really open up any page and start reading. There is no chronology, so to speak, to it. However, if someone is being introduced to your series for the first time, do you feel they should start from volume one and somehow build up? Is there some kind of progression or is it indeed you know, free reading where you could open up any book at any point? I would say
1: that You should start with number one. It is free reading. But some of the things that I might not include in later books is because I said I included it already. This idea was said... More fundamental, more fundamental, basic ideas. Certain fundamental ideas, I said we spoke about that in book one already. It doesn't need... But again, like I said, every aspect of Ebruna needs reinforcing. So you will see certain principles come up again. You can read any book, you could open up any book at any time. You don't need a background, but if you want to do it the best way, I would say to start
0: from the earlier ones. I'm sure you get asked this all the time, but what is your favorite Amuna story of all time?
1: The favorite Emuna story of all time, I can't say that there's one particular. I do enjoy those stories of people who were in such hard times and they managed to thank Hashem and they managed to show their Hakarat HaTov to Hashem in the worst of times and because of that emunah they saw a Yeshua. I can think about 10 of them off the top mm-hmm. of my head now of stories like that where people in the, in the worst of times are clinging to Hashem and because of their emunah they saw Yeshua. I enjoy those stories a lot.
0: If you were given the opportunity to address the largest audience you ever had, masses and masses of people, maybe to see a mashah's, and you were able to give one message, one story, what would it be related to Emunah?
1: The message of Emunah, I would say, the most important message of all is that each person in this world is given a unique purpose. You come down here for a, for a reason... It's not about this world. It's about doing your purpose. It's not about getting what you want all the time or getting what I feel I should have. It's Hashem who knows your purpose, who knows what you're doing, who's interested in your future, in your eternity, running every aspect of your life with that in mind. Yes, He wants you to be happy always in this world and the next world. If there's a contradiction where He'll have to withhold something because He knows it's good for your eternity. You have to be able to accept it. You have to live with the idea that there's an eternity. And every moment of your life, Hashem, who knows your purpose, you don't. No one else knows. And don't compare yourself. What about he has and she has? And why'd she get married? And why'd she have a kid? Because you have a different purpose. And your purpose, only Hashem knows. Someone would say, you know, if Hashem told me what my purpose is, then I could accept it. If Hashem told... He doesn't have to tell you he's running your life he's giving he's putting you in every situation you need to be in to achieve what you need to in this world and that's the message i feel that if you just take that message to heart you'll be able to deal with anything that comes your way
0: with the release of living amuna five you've now sold well over 200,000 books adult books children teens you seem to be touching a lot of demographics, what's next for you? Well, Be'ezrat Hashem,
1: very soon, looks to, we're coming out with a book on the family edition of Emuna, where people will be able to uh, relate to the, the parents and children together. There's one adult, there's one children, and then there's going to be a sort of back and forth with questions and answers. Oh, wow. And uh, we're looking to come out also in the uh, with Parashat Bereshit, for a new volume on, on, on emunah based on the parashah. Just oh. parashah. So people could have every Shabbat, they want to read about the parashah and also get an insight in emunah. They should have that uh, option. And also we're hoping that in Hanukkah time there's going to be a second edition of the teens book, which the teens book also, Baruch Hashem, has done very well. Tremendous. And there's a thirst for more emunah for the teens, And we're hoping that that will also be
0: released this year. Well, we want to thank you so much for joining us. And I guess our mutual prayer is that we should all be zaycheh to progress and perfect our emunah so that we could be zaycheh to the ultimate, which is a closer relationship with Hashem. Amen. Amen. Thank you again. Amen. Thank you.